Welcome to the second half of our Games of This Year special. Be warned, there may be spoilers for Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, and small details of Sonic Forces. Also be warned that we were a little conflicted at parts of this conversation, but that it helped us work through some evolving feelings about Sonic and games in general. Everybody seems to want something different from our sweet blue blur, but the one thing we can all agree on is that you're definitely to show. I want to take a break, quick break from yeah. this, and talk about the actual events of what I think is the most narratively interesting piece of Mario Odyssey, which is the end. Yes. And it is that you're on the moon, you go into this giant temple this that, that exists on the moon for who knows why. Uh, maybe just weddings. <laughs> they- <laughs> well, the moon is called, like, Honey Loon Valley. Like, oh, honey, yeah. like Luna, like Honey yeah. Loon. Like, all the... Fi- so, at least this part of the moon... Is for weddings. Yeah, and so they go... Moon is for lovers. (laughs) The moon is for lovers. They go to... He goes into the castle. He slams open the door. uh, Speak now forever. Hold your pieces. Yes. Uh, Hold your star pieces. mm -hmm. (laughs) Speak now or forever. Be in pieces, Mario. (laughs) At one point, also, Bowser does explicitly refer to Mario as a plumber, which, like, Nintendo, please get your act together. That's a memo that should have been delivered. Is he a plumber or not? (laughs) Come on. Maybe Bowser is, like, prejudiced against, like, he assumes he's a plumber based on how he's... So we have always been in Bowser's perspective. (laughs) (laughs) so you're always coming out of pipes mario i know what you are you're a freaking plumber (laughs) and it's like no bowser there's just pipes everywhere i'm a jumper if i want to get from one place to the other i'm gonna have to use a pipe (laughs) and so (laughs) a flush me (laughs) i am more of the clog than the plumber (laughs) (laughs) mario he's the garbage in the pipes uh, the most important it's me I'm the clog it's- <laughs> I, X, he's like he's like flying under the city in a pipe oh, clo- people are trying to use their sink but Mario's flying through it and he's yeah. just like excuse me excuse me don't pour the grease down I'm saving the prince ah ah you did not put grease in the string I don't know where my voice went on that one but you do not, you do not put grease in the shank Mario is not a plumber he's the clog is the great that's the most important thing we've said all day <laughs> that should not be going in your disposal <laughs> <laughs> I can't deal with that. <laughs> Jesus. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Oh, no, the, it seems you've got some mold down here. <laughs> uh, you've got mold, you've got mushrooms. But, I, but I'm, no, I'm not an expert. I'm just passing through. Oh, bye-bye. bye-bye. <laughs> but, but I don't know very much about it. I don't have any training or certificates. Not I, even a weekend class. <laughs> oh, wahoo. <laughs> I don't have the attention span. Oh, wahoo. I just uh, look good in the clothes. <laughs> Overalls are in this summer. They are very easy to clean. Oh, man. 
Oh, jeez. But uh, okay, so he so Bowser calls him a plumber because at the end there he busts into the wedding. Mm-hmm. B- B- Bowser Opet says, "Oh well, I knew you were gonna come. I knew I would never be able to escape you." Opens a hole. They fall down. Yeah. There's a there's a, an arena under mm-hmm. the church. They fight. In the arena, you defeat Bowser in the same way you've defeated him a couple times, yep. just a little bit tougher this time, yep. because every time Bowser has decided that he'll try just a little bit it's harder. Like, oh, I've got a new trick now. I'll yeah. do one more fire ring a second later. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wet my tail back and then forth. Ah, and then for I heard, uh, I heard this really good song on the radio in space. <laughs> on, this, on the space radio. <laughs> the... <laughs> you, de- you defeat him. He... He falls over, but you've activated something on the moon. Yes. So, mm-hmm. Some sort of technology, Oops. which you have seen dribbled throughout the whole game. These yeah. weird blocks just sitting around. And when you first get to the moon, you realize, oh, it's kind of made out of these blocks. Oh, it's made out. Oh, those for were some moon reason, blocks. For some reason, the moon itself is built out of like a... Like uh-huh. a an ore that it's like what is the name of that ore that's like they use is it it's like a bauxite it's a it's a yeah. it's a cubic it's on it's sort of yeah it's like a very a, a sharply cleaved mineral mm-hmm. which has a very square uh, uh assembly it's a little bit of a near automata technology if we're honest it's a very near automata but the whole moon is made out of it you can yeah. see anywhere it's been cut mm-hmm. but the whole moon is made out of this yep. like thing and when you go inside the moon you and bowser's fight apparently like makes it mad yep and the moon starts glowing and whatever technology or ore this is uh-huh. starts activating and collapsing. Yeah. It's shifting and changing and collapsing. Uh-huh. And Mario realizes immediately and suddenly that he can throw his hat now onto Bowser. Yes. And become Bowser. In one of the most, like, I was genuinely shocked by that. I okay. had not thought about it at all. See, I'm the same way. I had literally not once in the whole game thought about becoming Bowser. Right. Until uh, right before I, I had to do it. And I think part of that is probably mechanically reinforced because you never become any of the bosses. You only become side or incidental characters. Yes. So if you had possessed any other boss up to that point, you'd go, oh, what about Bowser? Yeah. But instead, you're just defeating the bosses in the traditional way of the head bump. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's fine. Like, no, this is a transgression beyond, like supposition Mm -hmm. i had no sense that that was about to happen and i freaked out because and here we're maybe touching on the (sighs) only time that this game might be making some kind of statement yeah because we have mario becoming bowser Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. after they escape in this big anime sequence where you as bowser are clawing through rocks and a song with lyrics starts playing at the anime theme song this like Mm -hmm. very sonic theme song starts playing it is and then you jump into electricity and you fly to earth yeah the as or you fly at least away to a different part of the moon after you have after they have separated suddenly mario acts a little more like bowser yeah and they have an understanding Mm -hmm. like that there that is the moment when this like sort of camaraderie emerges between them and i think there there's something to that well i couldn't understand i could not quite place whether it was that the game was making a statement about their similarity Uh uh-huh right that about their them ultimately (sighs) functioning as the same thing yeah or if it or if it was a result of their fusion that they then began to act more similar i read it as a kind of like like Bowser might be the most powerful consciousness that Mario inhabits mm-hmm. in the game, not to make any like 
rude assumptions about a Goomba's intellectual capacity, but they are tricked into Very easily. like marriage mm-hmm. just because a t- like a tall stack walks up. And if you jump behind them, they forget that anyone was there. And they're like, oh! Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, but I think, like, I don't know if there's any other character that Mario inhabits who's, oh, I guess Lakitu. Which is also why I didn't think about inhabiting Lakitu until yeah. late in the game. You possess Lakitu and you can also possess like a human. But again, yeah, but the, they're not regular humans. Mm-hmm. Sim, yeah. you, can, you can possess a sim. Yeah, which is not that big a deal. Yeah. Like, I possess a sim every day. That's true. Uh, that's and even then, you don't to get work. to move him around. You only get to control the car that he's controlling. Exactly. So, you, so yeah. that's a kind of, like, sort of proximity thing. Anyway, Mario, inside of Bowser, is, like... A transgression on a personality. Yes. And the other ones have not been. Mm-hmm. The other, except and, for Lucky 2, yeah. And you do become bowser you rage and stomp and punch and and blow fire and like become your mortal enemy Mm -hmm. which is a consciousness expanding activity that many of us could probably benefit from yeah but also maybe you'd emerge damaged from it i don't know like maybe even if you've made the other person a little bit better what if you have become a little worse? yeah you've cut you've brought both of you closer to the middle which is maybe not great i don't know <laughs> but yeah it, so in what ways do you mean that mario acted more like bowser after that i don't know well i mean the one way that we have which is that he then is suddenly actively pursuing peach yeah that's true which he had not done previously do you think that being seeing through bowser's eyes finally showed him that peach is hot that peach is worth loving like that, that i'm he, sorry i put it like that but like yes that he that he that like mario has had literally no affection for peach up until then and then yeah. he's like oh wowza like i, I understand oh i get it yeah <laughs> <laughs> i can see there's something to appeal there <laughs> I've always thought of her more like a sister. Yeah, but now all of my feelings are confused. <laughs> Mamma mia. I, yeah. I don't know what to do with that either, but it is this weird... And the ethical and then it's ramifications over... of Ugh. this whole deal, not even just this one, but all of the animals, are, like, very wild. Yeah. Like, they... Mario doesn't come out of this, if you think about it at all, does not come out of this looking very good. No, but he's beyond, like, mortal law, mm-hmm. is the thing I thought throughout the game. I was like, well, it doesn't... I mean, he's dead. He's a vengeful spirit. He's a vengeful spirit. You have to cut him. Not slack, but, like, you have to get out of his way. Yeah. Like, either get out of his way... Or make room for Mario. What if, because oh. he's coming in and he's going to make some moves. What if the skyboxes and the small areas available to you? Uh. What if they are uh, like metaphorical representations of the extent of the domain he's allowed to inhabit as a ghost based on his mission? Yes. Like, that, like when you're a yes. ghost, you have a specific purpose. Yes. And just how a ghost might be trapped in one single house. Yes. He's only allowed to go where Bowser has been. Each of these locations, <gasps> they are, they're like loci around the, a, a crime Bowser has done. The reason- so he can only manipulate space within where oh my god the reason that's that, great the reason that on the edges you just fall into void right. is a metaphorical representation of how he dissolves from ooh, being a ghost ooh, ooh, and that's ooh. also the reason why you don't lose your life that's what I was gonna say that's my most important realization thank you for saying it but I'm just gonna say it is that this game does away with the lives system mm-hmm. because Mario has no more lives yeah he's dead and he loses coins because you do you, have to pay a toll you pay the toll to Sharon Sharon Karen I believe is Karen Karen K- Karen Karen. Hi, hi, I'm Karen. Karen. There's uh, who's hello. The- I'm Karen. It'll be ten coins today to get back to the, the physical th- realm. Hi, I'm Karen. I'll be your pilot. To- <laughs> hi, welcome I'll, to. The- I'll, 
I'll be your I'll be your boat pilot on the river sticks today. Mm. It'll just be ten coins to ride if you will please keep your hands and feet inside the boat at all times because if you do touch the water you will lose your memory. You will evaporate. <laughs> <laughs> you can collect your coins when you get back to the physical realm as I will place them back where you died. I don't okay. need them. <laughs> I don't need them, but I but it's I'm a, a it's a ritual. It's all about that ritual. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> what happens if you run all the way out of coins in this game? Do you just have zero? Like I, just I don't know. It never happened to me. I really started to wonder about it, and mm-hmm. I, th- I want to find out. I'm, I'm sure you just restart and you have zero coins, but like, I would like it if the game ended. If, if you, you actually to, did if, have that, would be over. the one way we're like game over. But then you would still it'd be okay. Yeah. Um, K- Mario as vengeful spirit confined to the scenes of crimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, and that the, actually does explain the boxes for Yep, me. and that why some of the levels are bigger and smaller than others, because there was a different, like, radius of destruction caused yeah. by Bowser and friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's very good. And, the, and it, in a certain way, toward the end, I started to wonder, does Peach see Mario? Like, I think, I'm not oh 100% sure, but the way she kind of just, like, flails around and is looking and doesn't really... She does after really... the game is over, she definitely does. Okay. Because she looks at you and waves That's and says, true. She did. That's true. But, but but before the game ends, even when she's, like, stop, she could just be referring to Bowser. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. There was a weird, especially that moment with the three of them, I went, Mario could be invisible in this scene. Yeah. And, like, Bowser doesn't pay him i mean bowser clearly sees him but yeah, it's this bowser weird says stuff about it's him. a weird I, I would like it if well it's like well i mean like hamlet saw the ghost of his dad right like sure, of course exactly. of course you'll see the ghosts that like are tormenting you. you like yeah. of course you have to see your own ghost mm-hmm. like so that's not much mm-hmm. of a stretch no no that's no, fine i would like if this game was about peach being home safe she thinks mario's maybe gone she doesn't know he's dead see i would rather that the mario just wasn't dead I like the idea that Peach is somewhere else, but I just wish Mario wasn't dead. I I'm not saying I think you're wrong. I think you're right. But the thing is, but life I wish he like go- wasn't. Dead. Life goes on, and he obviously has a fruitful existence after that. And mm-hmm. I think our like, <laughs> and speaking of when he's inhabiting Yoshi, it is definitely fruitful. Wow, fruitful of my mouth, like my mouth fruitful. I want stuff. Major spoiler: When you saw Yoshi, did you cry? Oh yeah. I bawled. Yes, I did. I was like, oh, he's here. And it makes such good noise, like new Yoshi noises. Yeah. That are very good. Yoshi sounds very good. It gets me very excited about the future of the Yoshi a franchise. A very good ability that I wish Yoshi had had in the past, which mm. is the ability to like lick a wall and stick to it. Yeah, that rules. When I did that for the first time, I was like, oh. So, so good. Yeah. And oh, but one more point. We keep talking about Mario because that's kind of what we want to talk about. And I do think of it in terms of Sonic. And there's a lot more I feel like we're going to be able to sort of infer and kind of carry forward but one of the things we said earlier was to kind of say we spoke disparagingly of sonic in a certain way and this is not necessarily that it's bad about sonic Mm -hmm. but this like spreading mechanics into other characters or spreading concepts in other characters yeah and what's weird is mario odyssey does that super hard like yes it, it but the basic mario becomes more diverse and capable also yeah. even in those- and then like inhabits other characters to do more specific things yeah even in those cases it's still mario it's still mario and it's still the power up logic of like you have changed form but mm-hmm. it's still you yeah but like how did you feel about mario's swim when you first did it I felt really bad the well, first time Mario swam in Mario I just never Odyssey. liked swimming. Well, I liked it in Mario 64, this sort of, like, 
turn him and propel him around, right? Mm-hmm. And my brother pointed out quite accurately that this version of Mario's swim is more like classic Mario mechanics. It's like how you swim in the original Mario games, oh, just yeah. the, like jumping, jumping at and a falling, spe- jumping yeah. and, and and floating down. Um, and then I realized you could do the like little butt stomp dash to like swim forward, and that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I inhabited the fish, the cheap cheap. And then I'm swimming around like that. I'm like, oh, cool. We, we're separating certain things out into these yeah. other characters. But it is still Mario. And it doesn't well, require I... this hard mode switch. It's something mm-hmm. you jump in and out of. It's a context shift. Not in the way of the, like, there's 2D Sonic and 3D Sonic. There's modern Sonic and classic Sonic. Like, now you're somebody else mm-hmm. to be the same person in a different perspective. Well, I was thinking about how the... Like the fact that it's different people is not the problem. The right. problem is the seam. Right. It's exactly. That, it's that like a, a I am all about teams of people working together to solve problems. Sure. I love that narratively yeah. and narratively and sonically. Like we've talked about our favorite idea that we've theorized for a Sonic thing is about passing between all the different people because yes. an ensemble is a great way to do this. Right. But I'll tell you what Sonic is missing. Mm. It's missing the high five. It's missing the tag out. The baton. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing that we talked about even in our story that there every time we talked about, oh, I'm talking about Elaborate Blue. Yes, every exactly. Every time we talked about a character switching to another character or role switching, there was a transition. Yeah. There was an obvious transition of like, oh, then like Sonic has to do a like dance off. Or like he has to DJ, which right. is which is distracting Eggman, so that then you like transition to Sonic, who's trying to run somewhere. What the most, what all the 3D Sonic games have done is they've just like cut. Yeah, exactly. They've cut to another thing. They've yeah. like switched to another thing, and here's a here's like a title card in your face, or here's just literally all of a sudden you're looking at something else. Right. And they have not mastered the the high five, the yeah. seam, the switch, and uh, <laughs> Mario. He his high five is his hat, right? Yeah. He throws the hat, connects with somebody, yep. and then and then becomes, mm-hmm. and then you pop out, and you're there again, and you there's no, and it's the same. That's something super powerful about like what's technologically possible with games now. Mm-hmm. And one thing we have to recognize is that this year is the first year, in a certain way, eh, maybe not. I don't know. There's something that happened in the last couple years where games can be flexible systems. Mm-hmm. Where uh, the like open world game where you inhabit, where you can, you know, the the technology behind Just Cause, which is a mode switching open world thing, or these other kind of games, has been applied to like, okay, let's do like a smaller, tighter thing mm-hmm. with more possibilities, kind of built into it, or yeah. let's make these systems that are super flexible and interact with each other, which is really technically complicated, but is possible now, it, it, computationally, and you know, in a way that's that's possible, like. To just not have those seams, mm-hmm. like to 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 do this, like it's all in there, and it's not that big a deal. Well, I think about how Sonic 06 tried to do this actually, where yeah. like they tried to have the characters like pass off to each other, like Knuckles, go for it, right? But almost every time it actually left you really disoriented because yeah. you immediately didn't know where you were, and then the other character had vanished, and right. you were just like, "Where are you?" Which obviously is a budget problem, but even I imagine how fun and cool it would be even to have like 
run, 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 Sonic. And then right when you think the like level is maybe about to end, instead of like the momentum just disappearing and here's your ring or whatever, Sonic Knuckles is ahead of you. Yeah. You get to Knuckles slam high five him i really think high fives are very yes, critical I agree. to the sonic franchise Me going too. forward slam high fives knuckles sonic keeps going and you like camera swirl around the high five sonic yeah. keeps going flying forward and then knuckles is like Brr, and then like you you move on as him right in that like with an obvious transition and an obvious past not just of like agency and right. character but of you because yes. you are inside that high five and exactly <laughs> exactly no that's super super important like where is the player located mm-hmm. yeah and you have to be able to touch like give them that super super deliberately and i i think about in near automata how the way they do that is obviously with the camera yeah that they they whenever you are transitioning into a different character a different mode yes. for uh 2b or 9s yep you are like presented with the camera tilting into a way that it's like this is how this it's, character is it's like very clear like swoop but like it's, but it's a shift and not yeah. a cut and that's like a, a and it's what feels remarkable within minutes of starting that game it's oh just like, yeah oh oh like it, mm-hmm. it feels exactly right and it's the same buttons the same motions and everything to yeah. do the same thing and like i think the way that mario specifically returns to like the rules and constraints of Mm -hmm. the 2d mario form and the way that it's constrained to walls specifically yeah makes that pipe hard transition it's still a smooth it's a mode switch it's still passing the baton into flat mario yeah in a certain way you moving yourself into that space but it is a harder transition Mm -hmm. in terms of well now you can't butt stomp or do most of your moves you have to accept that you just run and jump now well they did that with with Zelda 2, where when Link was switching into 2D mode yeah. in Link to the... Uh, Link Between Worlds. Link Between Worlds. Yep. He also had to, like, step into specific things. Exactly, right. And the... I think a core here, right, is that there... Maybe it's a philosophy thing where Nier Automata is not worried about you going, hey, but a second ago I could jump on the Z-axis. Right. Nier Automata is not worried about no. that because they are. It, there's a confidence in, like, this is fun to do, too. And I know because there's whole games like this. Yeah. So you will be fine doing this for a right. while. But you have all your same moves available in every one of the situations. Mm-hmm. But, but, then, but, but then with Mario, right. they had to take away some of your powers. That's, yeah. And they were nervous, I guess, to just do that with Mario if you're being the same Mario. But then the pop out. Where you go from t- flat to 3D can be so interesting. It just, well, no, but in in the game, it does it. There's no hard transition. Sometimes you just yeah. like jump over a certain point, and now you're Mario again. But it always it's starts with a pipe. Weird, yeah, but it's yeah. I mean, fine. Like I'm fine with that because mm-hmm. it's like going. That's an existing Mario trope. And like still, now you're gonna go yeah. down into the special room, and then you're gonna come back out, and it's like and that, it's still but a high glorier. five, right? Because you yeah. you are you are there is yeah. the pipe, and there is a clear moment of like now I am changing. Right, right. So how does Sonic Forces deal with switching from character to character? So basically, you are only ever a per- one particular character for any given level. Yeah. So you either the whole time are going to be until you have start as you start and completed, you're going to be like class. Sonic or Modern Sonic or your character or your character holding hands with Modern Sonic, which okay. is my personal favorite. Yeah. <laughs> they actually don't hold hands most of the time, but when they do their Super Saiyan move, they do hold hands. That's great. Perfect. It's really good. And they actually do do something close to high five. And again, that's the most satisfying 
emotional moments of that game are literally when Sonic's hand touches the hand of another character, yeah, which like yeah. I I just really think High Fives is where it's at. It and is so much emphasis on hands in the Sonic universe already. Yeah, there's they're already enormous. Yeah, they're already used for punching and whatever. Like it should happen. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it should happen. It's like you look at Mickey Mouse's like okay, where are Mickey Mouse's gloves? They're on. They're like steering a boat or whatever. They're always doing stuff. <laughs> They're holding a keyblade, you know? Mickey Mouse's gloves don't just sit there. They're not like, oh, look at his huge hands. He's never going to use them, he which is what they do. Anything. The no handballs. No handballs. The only thing Sonic does with his hands is waggle his finger. It's like, come on. Use them. Wow. He he turns to you and says, uh-uh-uh. Yes. Like, no or he'll touch. grab onto something above him to like sure. to like slide or something. Yeah. And then it's a, it's an underutilized aspect of the hog. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just wanted to get mad about hands. I'm not actually. I'm with you. No, no. And 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 I, um, it's I, not I, fair. Here's the thing. So we we are thinking in terms of video games broadly. Yes. And in terms of like, God, how fun would it be to have exactly the same technology as Mario Odyssey? But be Sonic. Yes. Like if, where you if, could go a little faster or like you could momentum up to like higher speeds or mm-hmm. something, you know, where doing a spin dash and charging it up is a like dangerous move because you're not exactly sure where it's going to go, but it's mm-hmm. fun. So you want to do it like yeah. that kind of thing. Like I kept thinking this is a really good Sonic game and I would like it also if it were more Sonic, mm-hmm. like let Sonic be in this world. Well, there Cause there are moments even when they have, they give Mario very briefly yeah. with the closest thing to a fire flower that's in this game. Yep. They give Mario the a like rocket boost where he can run fast enough to climb up like curved walls and stuff. Yeah. And he does this like sonic move. Yeah, where oh. he's just running up them and like loops around and yeah. can go up really high and can run. You can even use like your roll and go super, super fast doing that. Like there's so many that one particular level uses it all the time. Yeah. The yeah. uh the, the, the near automata flower level. Uh-huh. Right. And like again we're coming back to just sort of feeling like give these people some more money. Give them some more time. Right. It's this the thing that we've encountered several times is just being a Sonic fan, which I am now. Yeah, you are one. Sorry, y'all. I it's, am. It's it's been a year. I you love are. I love the blue boy. Mm-hmm. Um being a Sonic fan has meant for so many people for so long dealing with disappointment yeah. along certain axes. Mm-hmm. And it's what we talked about with Zelani and, and that, that is this recurring topic of like, you see the potential, the good stuff is there. It just didn't make it. <laughs> Why? It just didn't quite Why make it. Why does he ever quite make it? And is that also Sonic? Is that <laughs> Sonic's character? That's is his, that Sonic? Yeah. Like, but envisioning like a lot of what, I don't know. I just when I we've been playing Mania together, mm-hmm. and there are so many moments when I'm when I'm playing that game where I'm like, this isn't what Sonic feels like to me. <laughs> this isn't him. Wait, but it's He's, happening to you. Is what's happening. We've talked about how right. everybody has a different. Everybody has their Sonic prime, based and I, on, based on where their Sonic started. Right, and it's happening to you now. Yep. The, the particular yep. way that Sonic feels to you. <laughs> when I, I, I did the classic like like position of ignorance where Doc Valentine said to me, uh, like, well, everybody has a different Sonic prime, and I said, 
I don't have a Sonic Prime. I just like the one from cartoons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's, that's one. That's your Sonic Prime, and you've done it. Oh, and, man. And and I, but I, I want to be, like, I want to, and the th- here's what Mario Odyssey draws into attention. So he's cartoony. Yeah. He's cartoony as heck. Mm-hmm. And Sonic doesn't get to be as floppy, juicy, cartoony in the game. Well, it's like it's like um, like he kind of does in Mania to a point. Like he gets to be more yeah. that way. And especially in that animation of him. Okay, yes, the animation is wonderful, but the anim- you're talking about the beginning animation. Yes, the opening okay, animation the but the game doesn't part. feel like that. Right. It That's does. not what the game feels like. But actually playing Sonic Mania, especially if you're playing it for the first time, doesn't have that exhilaration of like Oh, I almost didn't get it, but then I grabbed the ledge. Instead, you're just like, bonk, 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 dead again, bonk, bonk, dead again, bonk. Like, I disagree. I'm not very good at it, and so it feels bad to be Sonic. I disagree about that because I think there are a lot of moments, even when I'm playing with you, there are a lot of moments where we're like, oh, God, did we, oh, no, ooh, oh, okay. Okay, sure. There's a lot of that in the game. Okay, I don't know why I'm, like, taken away from it, this just like, man, that's not, it's not quite right, Well, I mean, for me, I want to play... Like, I want to play Sonic X. I just want to play that cartoon show. Yeah. And, like, I totally get it because we love that cartoon show. Right. I but wanna... how would it... But... the but It's a big question, and there are lots of different ways to approach Sonic that I don't... I, I just keep thinking that, like, in so many ways, Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild represent reevaluations of these mm-hmm. characters where they're like, well, you know what? Some of our things that we, like, take for granted about Zelda, yeah, we don't need it. Yeah. Like, we could do a different thing, and if mm-hmm. we want to go back, we can go back, right? And Mario, throughout his whole history, has gone, I don't know, I'm a doctor now. I don't know. Uh-huh. Now I'm 2D. Now I'm 3D. Now I'm ha- 2.5D. Mm-hmm. Now I, like, you know, do puzzles. Now I do strategy. Now, I, you know, there's just this flexibility of concept. Yeah. And Sonic is not allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. In my, I'm, we still haven't played most of the games. I've heard some of the games do different, you know, they do different takes on it. But, like, what about a Sonic where... He can't go top speed immediately all the time. Like, mm-hmm. you have to build up momentum, but he's capable of doing these incredible feats of speed. Yeah. Like, just do it. I don't, I don't know. Like, but where it's manageable. And this idea that Sonic has to go from zero to 100 miles per hour immediately every time mm-hmm. makes it hard to make a That's game a about him. That's a lot of best him. friends. What? That's a lot of best friend miles per hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine having a hundred best friends i can't oh my god oh my god let's play um like a town management that's called uh sonic the hedgehog 100 miles per hours <laughs> and like you have to manage a town of, of <laughs> tails has accidentally been cloned Cloning, he, clo- no, he, he clones himself, himself on, accident. on accident and then he keeps replicating and so you have to find jobs and tasks for you all the to, tails to like, keep them happy and like, you have to hold each of their hands for part of the day you sonic are helping <laughs> tails design like you're like starcraft being like okay well you three tails is go build a dorm for all the tails oh man and you and they're all they all got cloned but they all got yeah. cloned slightly differently so they have different personalities oh, and stuff no. it's the multiplicity problem where Michael Keaton has different it's different aspects of himself being expressed like this Tails is a little bit smarter this Tails is a little bit messier this Tails is a little bit lazier and as Sonic you can run super fast from like all over this town yes, to yes, deal yes, with yes, all yes. of them yes. and like update their orders and the speed thing for Sonic is that he goes around helping he can be there Sonic would also make a really good like Diner Dash kind of game yes but if it you would. had to like do effectively that for like a planet yeah where you were like doing something it's like Sonic 
it's like Diner Dash, but it's Meals on Wheels for the entire planet, and yes. it's called Sonic. I'll be there for you. <laughs> Well, Sonic this, the Hedgehog, did you order fries? Well, the best thing about Sonic Boom and the, the underutilized aspect yeah. of Sonic Boom, Sonic Boom has set up a play space where they could make Sonic do any, like, yeah. they could, Sonic Boom, like, logically in right. that show, Tails could clone himself. Yes. And yes. Sonic could then have to use his magic to, like, uh, speed around, and then you can make a game right. like that. And maybe he does. I don't know. But Sonic Boom has this has this room, and then, like, they make, like, an app game that's a run game. It's like, come on. Just, like... You've even created yeah. a play space that could take your games <sighs> a step forward. And the Boom team is doing a lot of interesting stuff. They're coming up with a lot of interesting narratives for Sonic. Sure. And, like, and I haven't played the Boom games. I don't know what they do. But 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 they don't do uh, the Sonic Diner Dash. They don't do... Right. Uh, right. The genre benders, right? Mm-hmm. They just like let this character inhabit different roles. Yeah. And I guess, you know, hmm, I got to reevaluate where I'm at. Because I'm trying to just be honest about my feelings re-Sonic yeah. and all video games. But I am beginning to exhibit a little bit of what I would describe as Sonic fatigue. Mm-hmm. Which it makes sense because we've talked about it an awful lot this year. <laughs> but I like it. But also the thing that happens to a lot of Sonic fans where you start to go... <sighs> you know? Like right. you've been through... Now, we have been through our first, like, my first generation of Sonic video game disappointments. <laughs> that's what that's, this year is. That's, for. Ac- that's actually a very good point. And it's a that, rite of passage in a certain way, right? Because well, I was so hype about both of these games, and I like Mania a lot. Mm-hmm. I do like it. But I don't think I'm a, like, classic 2D Sonic person, unfortunately. <laughs> it's not really the mode for me. Well, I'd rather be, like floppy bouncing around a 3d world but then the way that 3d sonic is handled is not floppy bouncing it's like racing and i want i want sonic to be like burnout <laughs> i want to be running forward and punch a robot side to side or something i don't know well actually this is something for that it's definitely worth talking about uh we don't want to do that right like we right. don't we don't want to be that's not the point of this no, show no i'm not, not here trying to tell anybody what sonic should be or like make my list of demands or my right. fi- whatever and but, it's like fun to play in that space but it's also but it's not but, fun to start like we are experiencing uh, the truth of sonic which is what we want to do from the beginning right yeah. it's like see what happens if you yeah. get to know it all and like i am not the type of person who's naturally like super pessimistic about stuff like this it's hard to like no. wear me out and i'm still Overall, I mean, because the image of Sonic is still really powerful for me, I still enjoy looking at him. I still like wearing the clothes. I still like doing the things. Yeah. But it is an interesting feeling that I'm having the same... I'm having a similar feel to, like, I sit down and play Sonic Forces, and I'm like, oh, this is maybe not... Actually, I want to do some other stuff right now. Right. And the, like, how do we navigate the show that we're doing? Yeah. Right? Which is that we want to be positive and happy and continue while also being... Also direct about our feelings and dealing with the reality uh, of experience, Mm -hmm. which is that like we started to watch an episode of Sonic X last week. Like we didn't get to record. We were both so tired and we Mm -hmm. sat down to like we played Mania for a while and it was fun. But also the level was like super long, like flying battery zone. And we were both we were both tired and like we got to record. What are we going to talk about? (laughs) What are we doing in here? And it was fine, but it wasn't, like, we're not engaging with the game in the right way, I think. Mm-hmm. And that's a thing to keep in mind, too, yeah. that we've approached we've, it in this and hurried... And you and I have both had very sleepy yeah. times we've had to, like, play uh-huh. the last couple times. Exactly. It's not, like, leisurely play. Mm-hmm. It's this kind of hurried, time-compressed kind of thing. So that's something to keep in mind as well. Yeah. An expectational difference. But then we went and watched 
half an episode of Sonic X, and we were like, oh, thank God, Sonic X, I love this cartoon. Uh And all of my excitement was back. Mm -hmm. And so I have, in the course of our Sonic studies, thoroughly enjoyed engaging with the narrative artifacts of the Sonic universe, Mm -hmm. even when they are whatever they are yes in different ways mm-hmm. uh even in you know the things that you can can say is not you know not perfect about any given one of them i have i love really the shows. Yeah. i love the shows and that's mm-hmm. ridiculous it's so like funny. if you had told me before we started this that the thing i was gonna like best about sonic the hedgehog was <laughs> cartoons i would have laughed so hard i'm laughing now uh, but <laughs> it's laughing true now, it's me but it's true and and it's there's good stuff in there mm-hmm. and i have um, just had a good time playing in there with you yeah. and with everybody and i want more of that yeah and so when i think about like in you know these sonic games which are if they were narratively fascinating mm-hmm. and mechanically which, like, broken sonic 06 was and we yes, really loved it not, yes had a good time with that and there's more of those games that we can check out like, like the adventure games i think are gonna have to be our next step because i actually think yeah. we'll have a really good time with yeah those. we'll play those and the wolf one maybe not the werewolf oh, one yeah, yeah, but yeah. the other one yeah but anyway think, but there's different things that are happening but like oh so you know what i think it is yeah we talked about it a little bit with our disappointment thing it's yeah. an expectation thing yeah where we have been able to go into all of the old games with like okay well it's already a given we're not gonna have like a functionally good time right but we'll but we can go in like i was even having i like a more fun with forces than i expected to because i was ready for it to be bad yeah it like mechanically yeah yeah and that's what we've done with some of our other stuff we've done which is we had fun with shadow the hedgehog yeah we had fun with sonic 06 maybe that's maybe that's the key here is these are the first ones that we've done where we've had we've gone into it like hoping for more right and not that they don't succeed in many ways. Mm. Well, Mania, well, especially yeah. Mania, right? Yeah, Mania's Mania's a great, is game. great. Is it my favorite kind of thing to play? No. No, that's fine. Yeah. And I I like a lot of things about it and I'm delighted to spend time with it and I want to see it through. Like I'm I'm having a good time with it, but but it's not my favorite kind of game and it wasn't my favorite kind of game when I was a kid either. Like that's okay. I don't yeah. know why. And it's not to say anything bad. It's just like but I got excited about it. I got hyped about it. Mm-hmm. And Forces even more. I was like, wow, Forces could be freaking great. And the problem is you have this like, wow, this could be great. Mm-hmm. And it and there's something, there's almost like a, like, wow, what if this one is the best one that yeah. I saw so many people do? <laughs> uh-huh. Where and we did. There's the history of these games failing to live up to people's expectations or even their like, moderated expectations also also even in the middle of a year where things that we thought there was no way we could suddenly get the best one of we have yeah like zelda and mark like right exactly things, things that it's like oh how are you going to improve upon something that we have already thought was exactly perfect right people saw the stuff and uh, this is the weird thing i don't know people see the like humanish world in mario odyssey and go i don't know about this one they're probably gonna screw it up and people have had such a good time with some of these games in the past Mm -hmm. that they presume the new one is under suspicion Mm -hmm. are you going to live up to my nostalgic fantasies nintendo (laughs) are you going to make a mario worth playing Mm -hmm. when in fact they have and there's something and the position is reversed the expectational position is reversed people are certain that sega can't make a, a good game again yes but then they hope they go but what if it is mm-hmm. it is kind of the opposite it's like we're pretty sure nintendo could 
make a really really good game. But will oh, they? Oh, but what if they don't? Oh, but they probably won't. Oh, what? No, I don't know what probably. No, but, they, Nintendo, but, but, but what if they don't? Yeah, right, right. Which is like, the other way of. But what if they don't with Sonic? Sonic is like, but what if they do? Mm-hmm. And and that's in some ways it's even more painful. It's not some big existential crisis for me. No. Like, I like the games. I'm mm-hmm. playing the games. But it's probably not fair. I don't know. It's not fair to talk enthusiastically about Mario Odyssey and then go, yeah, but let's talk about forces for a second. Because it's not that forces can learn. I mean, yes, future designs can learn and should somebody should be having this conversation. And if it's got to be me and you, we'll do it. <laughs> If like, we're the only ones in the world that are going to talk about Mario Odyssey versus Sonic Forces, then we then should. we'll let's put the Nobody saddle on. Nobody in the world has done it but us, but this is our duty. Put the hat saddle on me. Become me for a second. Yeah. People of Earth, I but am sucks, your Mario. It sucks to feel like, here in our system, it yeah. sucks to feel like the only thing you can definitely take from it is like, well, I, it would be great if Sonic the Hedgehog had Mario money. <laughs> right. Then it would that, be great yeah. if it had Mario money and Mario time. And a heritage of, of I don't know, like a, like a continuity of, I don't know, there's something about design thinking that where there's, there's like a, I mean, uh, uh, clearly Sega lost a lot of money and didn't make any more consoles and mm-hmm. suffered a kind of traumatic setback yeah in terms of their organization whereas nintendo has more or less continued to just build their institutional knowledge mm-hmm. and iterate on their designs repeatedly whereas each sonic game is kind of like a kind of a swing for the fences comeback story that doesn't pay off yeah in most cases mm-hmm. and mania like culturally and in general did like right. mania has paid off and hopefully but- is an example of like Look for the people that care. Right. Like, Mania is the Sandlot Little League story of like, wow, this group of kids got together and got really good at baseball. And actually, Mania is a closer analog to Odyssey than Forces, right? Sure. In that it is a, it is an, it is the naval. It is. is naval, naval gaming. gaming yeah. Where it's looking at all 2D Sonic and saying, let's find the stuff that works and do it more. Yeah. And do it put it in good combinations and do it further. Yeah. That is exactly what Sonic Media did, actually. That's true. And it's That's great. another example of but that it's, being done well. But it's constrained within, like, the very tight parameter, the, the tighter parameters of just the 2D Sonic games, please. Yes. For the most part. Uh-huh. They may take some cues, I don't really, you know, but but it's really just like, what if we do the best one of these? And it's great. It totally succeeds in that. Yeah. Uh, And again, it's just, like, for me playing it, I feel like Mario... I feel like Mario Odyssey feels more like Sonic to me because he's floppy and bouncy and jumpy and fun and, and fun and yeah. funny and silly mm-hmm. and just it's like silly feeling mm-hmm. whereas Mania is dead serious from the beginning in terms of its like play. Yeah. Like if you screw up for a second, you're dead. <laughs> you're dead, jerk. Get well, out of here. Well, that's <laughs> also like but that's that's a side effect too of the Sonic having the potential of real stakes in its construction sure. where Mario doesn't. Right. Where Sonic tries to Sonic yeah. tries to make like operatic giant stories and that's the thing so yeah. for me what I really like Sonic Mania is awesome where I want Sonic to succeed is is I want it to be the sci-fi fantasy like insane epic that it is for some reason always trying to be you, you want wanted, the bioware sonic right i just want, <laughs> well i have a bioware sonic and it's okay fun. right the, the rpg the, but the modern bioware like, right i want that because i Whoa. want it to, i want it to do what 
inexplicably, right. it has been trying its best to do for, like, 3D Sonic right. has wanted to be a sci-fi story that just, like, grabbed you by the heart Yeah. For, like a decade yeah. at least. Yeah. So- <laughs> they try to tell the weirdest time travel dimension hopping. Sonic Adventure 2 is about the cr- afflicted creation of mankind. Yeah. Like resurfacing. <laughs> and le- like leading to a, a like hedgehog that has some sort of strange thing going on with it in the middle of the human world. Yeah. Leading to a hedgehog fighting a hedgehog that is like his precursor slash clone and like they they blow up the moon a little bit and like (laughs) they have a giant fight on a space station and they they address the nature of like uh, of of not exactly cloning but of like whether or not you can be yourself we really need to play that game yeah we do okay great it's got it, and it has like morality questions and it's yeah you, there's a point where you're just like floating around in space like yeah it's a, it is a game the, sonic really wants to be sci-fi like wild sci-fi yep and it just has like never been given the tools to do that or it's like i like we saw uh the ova and that is another like big yep. action sci-fi story mm-hmm. that they handled really well because constraining sonic within animation yeah tends to make more sense yeah and and it's the things he's supposed to be good at are easier watched than done yes which is a a, a trick or a trouble mm-hmm. um but not an insurmountable one the problem is just like thinking of sonic as needing to be interacted with in these certain ways yeah isn't perfect oh, it's not the only way that's the opposite of the mario problem where if you were to have a show where Mario did the stuff he does in games, <laughs> it would be so boring. It would be so boring and All stupid. All he does is jump. Yeah, and just bops on and off of things. And like flips around. Right. That It would be horrible. But imagine if Mario had had a long-running TV series in which he displayed various other powers. Yeah. Or something. like Mario would have had to have been like a kung fu action hero. Right, exactly. He's not a plumber. He's he's a martial artist who's been training for 50 years in the forest. Yeah, Sonic is by far the better character. Yeah, exactly. The more interesting character. No, totally, totally. But the games, like, the games in there, in trying to do so much with so little, budget-wise, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, time-wise or whatever, and no offense to anybody who works in these things. Like, they are good decent video games oh yeah we, and lot, we I'm, also I'm are not talking tr- from the perspective of complete development novices yeah totally <laughs> like and, and it's not it's not why didn't you make a good game it's like oh, i yeah. see why you i see why this is hard, hard. yeah and i see, even without us physically having to do it we no. can't even come up with solutions really uh i mean we have some ideas sega we have some good ideas. sega come 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 hire hire us um but like but i but i don't it seems like the, the the thing about forces that gets to people is the and, and that Doc Valentine and I talked about this week, which is like, why do you have to try to cram it all in one game? Mm-hmm. If you don't have the budget to make the seamless interconnected system type game. Yeah. Why are you doing it? Stop. Like make one make it really good 3D. And don't make the 2D part, please. <laughs> like focus. Like and there's this inability to set at whatever level to set constraints right where the constraints and like mania works because its constraints are clear mm-hmm. um and 
forces tries to have this buffet like it tries to cram all the chili dogs in its mouth yeah and it doesn't mean it's bad or that that can't work because obviously the buffet like mario odyssey is one of the biggest video game buffets of all time uh-huh. <laughs> but it has like there were a lot of it had the resources it had the resources to do it mm-hmm. um and i want sonic to have those resources so bad and i want or to just or to explore other options where you go okay how do we express the character of sonic in a way that people will resonate with and not try to compare to the past all the time well this is actually like something we've touched on in this in some words yes from the beginning sonic's advantage has been personality we we talked about that from the very even even in gameplay like he sonic the hedgehog won while a popular game yeah and while it like briefly did better than mario yeah was not did not have the same staying power as the mario franchise obviously when it comes to the mechanics and the gameplay and the craftsmanship sonic's advantage has always been his personality yeah and so what they need to focus on in these games is not like is is the Sonic 06 stories. Like, yeah. that's what these games need to be. They need to be pushed further in the direction of Final Fantasy. This is what Zelani said on Twitter the other day. Right. Like, Sonic needs writers. Yeah. It, Pay the writers. Yes, it, 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 because Sonic's personality is already the only thing that gives him <laughs> any kind of leg over Mario. Right, right. The, you have all these people who are it's his core. so devoted it's, yeah. to his personality yes. more than his mechanics, for yeah. sure, and more than, obviously, the games themselves yeah. like uh, that have been made lately, with the exception of perhaps Mania. Right. That, like, you need to go so much deeper, which is why the TV shows work for me, right, and which is right. why the... Uh, the idea of sonic 06 and the idea of adventure the adventure games is so engaging for me and was as a kid too in the same way that like the first kingdom hearts game was engaging because like kingdom hearts was like kind of clunky feeling and weird but the but that expansive weirdness is its own reward yes that's got meat it's like okay what's happening here is super weird but i like it and the way that kingdom hearts hooked people yeah is a lot like the way sonic the hedgehog hooks people yeah like i hear the way people talk about those franchises is uh, very similar like when are they going to give me another good kingdom hearts game sure it's like also a, a conversation right, right and like when are they going to and the, the way people attached to it and engage with it is about this like yeah this is one of the weirdest things ever but i guess but i, I love like it. it yeah and kingdom hearts doubled down on that with like its expansion to two or whatever the, yeah. the, the world just got more complicated and strange and they added more characters and they've like dug yeah. really deep into this big expansive epic yeah now they have that like mmo that's like a totally different kind of game not mmo but it's like an app game that's a totally different kind of sure. game that suddenly adds this weird layer to the whole world right and they just roll with it it's like make it bigger and bigger weirder yeah and like if sonic got bigger and bigger and weirder rather than being the kind of middle like there's like kind of a lot of characters but not that many characters not as yeah. many as kingdom hearts we yeah. could have a whole bunch of people up in the mix but kingdom hearts also had the guts yeah to leave sora behind for yeah. a while like, yeah just like even kingdom hearts 2 you spend the first couple hours even though a lot of people hate it you spend the first couple hours just as a different character from right. sora right and then in a lot of the spinoff games you're playing totally different people yeah. and like seeing other aspects of this universe and fleshing it out and it's like you can obviously design like Sega from the beginning. You've got a team of people that can design interesting character designs because tails and Sonic and knuckles are so solid and they're still good. And I like looking at them and even past that. I mean, if you go into like Amy and silver, even still captures kids in a real serious way. Like you have the characters there just like, 
keep going. Yeah, give them a give them a story. Like get like we can see from the cartoons that like Sonic Underground. Put them in a weird alternate future, totally different scenario where lots of stuff is different. And they the work. The only fine. continuity is Uncle Chuck. Please maintain. Please, absolutely, Uncle Chuck. Must I know you remain. can't help it. I mean, I know that's the like the big picture is. But, oh, yeah, but yeah. It, you know, anyway. Um, but like, it, you, you can do whatever you want. Like this is again like, why are you constrained by having Mario save Peach? Mm-hmm. You can do anything. <laughs> Right? You're, yes. This is a prison of your own design. Yes. And I think that Sonic is... Sonic's game designs are constrained by this, like, legacy and mechanical heritage that is... It is what it is. And it, it's, it only goes so far. It just goes so far. And you can make the perfect version of it. Mm-hmm. And that's still... It's oh, but, just but that. it'll go that distance at a variety of speeds. Well, sure. <laughs> and and <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. We could go the same far, but we could do it faster. I can That's all I'm saying. Yes, exactly. But why not... I don't, I don't know. Why like, not? There are better? so many possibilities, and that's what we've had so much fun with, and we will continue to have fun with is to engage this in its possibility space. And mm-hmm. that's why so many people love Sonic for, like, people have been seeing the potential in Sonic for decades. And we just stumbled We showed on up year. at the party. We have our own spotted histories. But we're here going, why don't they make a good game? And <laughs> people have been saying that for 20 years. Really and it's been... not that there aren't good parts of the games or good games or you like them or fine, whatever. But, mm-hmm. like, but that is this recurring theme of like, dang, what if they just did it good, though? Yeah, what if they did just do it good? <clears throat> and it seems like when they've tried to tell a more complicated story in a game it's still constrained by the mechanics i want to say yeah I but think it's that, but, but it's uh, but it's also good. under and also like under budgeted underwritten yeah and like not enough time to redo the voice acting when it's a little <laughs> weird or to do another pass on the script or whatever mm-hmm. um well like yeah sonic 06 mm-hmm. is obviously the um, the most egregious example of that but it's like if you had given me even if i had been even if I had been trapped with the same number of cutscenes for exactly the length of time, yeah, and the same character models doing roughly the same stuff, yeah, you given me like an afternoon or two, I'm almost like, like, it, just get, yeah, mm-hmm. give me like a few dollars, and we'll, yeah. we'll get those voices, we'll get those like, we can get the lines right, little conversations make them a little more sense, yeah, and I know that's like a, that's like, that's very, I'm joking, but the, like, but. No, but I believe that y- you can, and the right group of people can do that. Yeah, so uh, we need to give. We need to like, and but it's hard to pay writers when you're paying for everything else in a video game. I guess yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's uh, it's just an interesting. It's very interesting uh, to see these things, and I don't have a like a strong. I don't actually have a strong yes or no on forces, especially now. Oh, you've I've hardly played yeah. it. Uh, just seen it, just like looked over the shoulder a little and, bit. And making characters yeah. is amazing. So good. Looking at my silly character mm, putting on clothes loved it. is amazing. Yeah. Man, they should, that's, I would have done that in this game. Literally like Animal Crossing, but it's Sonic the Hedgehog characters. Like, yeah, okay, I'll be there. Like, let me make up a person and they exist in that world. Right, right. That was so fun. And I find myself for most of Forces actually going, uh, hey, why am I having to play Sonic right now? 
<laughs> right. What? But give me back. Give me back me. Let me play Yoko Taro. Put, put me back in there. Um, Yoko Taro is so good. Uh, if you haven't seen Caleb's uh, characters, please reread his entire Twitter timeline. Thank you. He's a chicken um, who died when he was still in the egg, and he came back as a ghost. But now he's a secret agent, and that's Yoko Taro. Yoko Taro. The th- Sonic is almost like there's this dystopic future element of the sonics narrative mm-hmm. where he's always coming back from the brink of destruction yeah which is also manifested in the development history for it, some yeah, reason it's very meta narrative and it's and it is also this like capitalist uh, dystopia narrative of like they just can't get like when you are living on a shoestring budget it's hard enough to wake up every day and put your red sneakers on mm-hmm. and get to work yeah let alone create earth shade like earth shattering art Mm -hmm. you know like it's hard to to do anything under like intense time constraint and and money constraint Mm -hmm. and like when i think about how hard so many people must have worked on sonic forces over however much like i know these people work their butts off yeah and like it (laughs) It's not their fault. And the fact that like two dummies on a podcast can then spend two hours like I'm not right. No, I'm not saying we're yeah. it, but it's like it's like the fact that it's that simple to be like, well, now let's talk about what could work and like and I, from our perspective, right. is wild. No, and right, I, and I think and it's I a refuse cool... to stop there. Like I'm not trying to go like I'm not. I don't want to just like poo poo it and go. Oops, they goofed it up again. I'm not not what I'm saying. Yeah, it's just in the context of like wow. This year, there have been a lot of different video games, mm-hmm. as there are often many years, you know, <laughs> thankfully in this this era of history, before electricity stops. Yeah. We've got a lot of good video games, but they're, but when we try to have, like, we, you look at some of them and go, wow, when you have a lot of money, you sure can dress nice, huh? Well, yeah, well, I also think about, <laughs> I, yeah, and I also think about, like, the only reason Sonic is considered next to these AAA games, yeah, I mean, in our context, because we're, we are talking about him, but right. the only reason he's even considered in that zone is because he had a very brief foray into it twenty years ago, right? But his like family legacy, the fallen, the fallen throne, yeah, and uh, so it's of not, Sega. It is, doesn't serve Sonic to even put it because they're not even the same level. That's what, yes, like if Sonic. And, and and mania is an expression of this but even that is too it's not quite right if if sonic embraced like i'm the underdog and the weirdo and i can do whatever i want if yes. sonic team was like why are we still trying to make the this 3d game. mario game yes. when they have one billion dollars to spend <laughs> and we just don't yeah like what are we doing let's mm-hmm. make weird like embrace the weird possibilities of video games and sonic is weird possibility and yeah. like everything they've made of sonics has been even it has been like intentionally the thing we've got here is that it's a little bit weirder yeah like now we're gonna have gods and demons and robot yeah. versions of our main characters right. and like we're we're gonna we have so, they have so much room to just push it so strange and yeah i want i want to see more of that i yep. want to see more of that i want to see it get weirder I think a funny key here right is just like we're talking right now is that it seems like the sonic 
zone just needs to stop caring what people are asking for. Like, stop right. caring what you think. <laughs> right. Want. Because nobody asked for Breath of the Wild. Right. Like, no one was like, oh, Zelda needs to be like, I would, it would be really great if Zelda was, you know, all just like a giant open world video game. And people have talked about how they like the open world parts of Zelda before. Right. But it, that has never been a like. Yeah. Like, well, Tevis Thompson's essays about uh, Zelda from a few years ago mm-hmm. are sort of weirdly on the nose about Breath of about the Wild. Right, right. Oh, cool. I love Tevis Thompson's writing about video games. If y'all haven't read I've it. read a couple of yeah. them. I need to check it it's out. It's not exactly that. right, but it is this like the thing that's missing from modern, from the more recent Zeldas is that sense of adventure. Mm-hmm. And so one way of addressing that and the, what Breath of the Wild got right was the sense of like, holy crap, where am I? Yeah. And I can't, where do I go? What am I doing? That mm-hmm. sense of mysterious getting lost in the woods kind of yeah kind of thing but nobody asked but but people were not clamoring for the the audience wasn't like yeah we want something totally different from what we've been doing yeah and well it's it's, it almost seems like the only way you're going to satisfy a group of people who all want disparate things is to give them a totally different thing that they can both like exactly something that is neither of those things right and if and if sonic team which I don't, I don't, I don't know what they want. I don't know what they think they're, you know. But like, what the if, goals are. If, yeah. but if pe- the people charged with making Sonic said, "Hey, what if over the next two years we release five small weird Sonic games, or yeah. over the next five years, each mm-hmm. year there's going to be something weird and different? What if, what if we play in other genre spaces? What if we do something different? Like, treat them like." smaller independent games that can break rules and and mess with stuff and i don't know what the timeline of the budget is or whatever but like it's not my job but like you know just say what if we just what if we just release like weirder things for a while Mm -hmm. and go this isn't trying to be sonic adventure again well because what mania was actually yeah was hiring an indie team yeah to make a mainstream video game yeah it was it was a set of indie game makers with it like a very small crew yeah making a making a video game that was like in playing in the triple a space yeah but again but triple a from 20 years ago right in the way that super nintendo games can be made by a single person now over a couple of years like stardew valley was mostly made by one person Mm -hmm. whereas it took a team of people to make much less video game with the first harvest moon game well i mean playing playing in a triple a space culturally for us right now i know what you mean yes but but in terms of its overall scope and 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 scale i mean it's a big game with a lot of production values and it's really good but Mm -hmm. like the it's it's by no means at the same scale of systems design or video game Mm -hmm. as mario odyssey that's a whole different level of tier and it's not i'm not comparing them it's just like i'm just nervous that i'm hoping that it doesn't happen but i'm nervous that the what will happen from sonic from this is that people will look at mania and say okay we just have to do that more now that's what i'm saying like yeah quit doing that like Mm -hmm. in a certain like i don't think they should make another 2d sonic platformer Mm mm-hmm it's done. It's over. Mania would be Mania is a gorgeous place to end. Yeah. If if that team has a bunch more ideas, which I I don't know if they do or not. Yeah. Then okay, fine. Like you can have Mania too, and if the, I'm sure they can do it. Yeah. But but Mario came back around to mm-hmm. doing something after trying a whole bunch of stuff. That's true. And Mario. Mario like, has been in soccer games. Ma- Mario has been in Mario parties. Yeah, even the first incarnation, like the RPGs, difference, Paper Mario. The difference between Mario Brothers and Super Mario Brothers is 
enormous compared to the difference between Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Mm-hmm. And the difference between Mario 1 and Mario 2 is, again, like, a, they're not even the same game. Well, they the started difference- out as different games. But, like, that lesson of, like, what if we make something really different? Well, and the difference between 64 and Galaxy yeah. and Odyssey is is actually very big. Right. And a lot of time passed between those things also. Mm-hmm. So, Mario, the, there's something just about, like... Like, Zelda wore itself out by trying to reiterate on its own design that's too a, much. That's a good point. And it, it went through a dip with like, Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword. Yeah. When people started being like, okay. Like, uh, why are we still doing this? And yeah. that's how I feel about, like, Sonic, where it's like, y'all need to do something different. Because the weird thing about video games is... It's about inhabiting that feeling. It's about inhabiting what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And if the doing feels incomplete or too rough or too raw or too repetitive or whatever yeah you don't want to do it anymore well sonic has never really yeah and sonic has i hear a lot of people talk about speed but sonic has never really been his speed that's true never from the beginning that's true but that's, there but yeah. it's just this like i feel like sonic especially especially in the cartoons mm-hmm. sonic mostly dashes briefly between places or zooms off into the distance to go someplace else uh-huh. but he mostly is it, it, it the, the, the assumptions about sonic and what it needs to be are are something that we've spent a lot of time trying to understand and unpack and process and it's easy and for us still to get not caught there. in these conversations right just like and part just of the reason as, and yeah. i get so i feel frustrated because i know also that like what do we do like what do we even do what is the energy what can we okay <sighs> what, what can, can you and i do <laughs> well what can you and me and everybody yeah like how do we help yeah you know and not just criticize and not just critique but like what do we do to help yeah. how do we make how do we help the thing we love get like be more or better how do you support it and right. it's like um it's like weird to to not have the answer to that yeah and super mario odyssey was really good and i guess that's and i guess video games are good and these are some of the games <laughs> of this year um in a certain way, I think, like, Tevis Thompson's essays about Zelda, I have to infer that they changed the course of Zelda. Like, the timing of that stuff, it they have to have had an impact mm-hmm. on somebody in the chain there to go, hey, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Right? And and enough people talk, like, the the feedback loop of criticism or conversation can affect the production of art along the way. Yeah. And we, you and I can't make a Sonic the Hedgehog video game. True. We could help. Honestly, like I, we could help write a story for Sonic the Hedgehog. That would be fun. Hit hit us up. Hit us up. Uh, But on, on the other, you know, if, if that never comes to pass, which it probably won't, that's fine. Well, I mean, you never know. Let's put the secret. Let's do the secret. Yeah. Let's secret. Eh, We'll probably write a Sonic the Hedgehog game. Well, I, Um, I, Actually, this will transition quickly because I want to do a shout out that will also be about what I'm thinking now that you're bringing that up. Yeah. So at S.I.E. Garretts. Cigarettes. Cigarettes. Yeah. uh, On Twitter, Amir Amir Omar uh, recently published an article about the joy of Sonic. Yes. Um, And that is a piece that for me is an example of how you can actively make a difference on Sonic by pointing out what it is about it that's important to you. Yeah. And it's a really, really great piece 
talking about what it is about Sonic that inspires joy and why. How does it work? What is good about Sonic? Mm-hmm. Like, and what, yeah. And, and the piece mentions Zelani's writing about Sonic 06 and Shadow the Hedgehog, like, is also what got you started thinking about Sonic. Yes. You, if you are listening to this and yeah. you have feelings too, like, you should write them down. And, right. like, you should be talking about them online and posting them and as right. as positively as we can spin like as constructively as we can approach what's happening wrong right like and that's what we've tried to do from the beginning with this podcast is like how do we talk about what is good and what is bad in a way that's like useful and good yeah and so like i guess that's uh, we did a lot of talking today ultimately like what i want to what i want people to take from that is like write stuff like that right and like and, and contribute talk it, through, like, talk it through and encode it and the, the way humanity advances is to go through the rigmarole of going like what's happening here mm-hmm. what am i doing how do i make it better what do i like what's bad what's good mm-hmm. and thinking through that deeply and then distilling it down and amir's piece is so good for saying that stuff like there's a um a crystallization happening in the air that amir grabbed hold of and processed the heck out of Mm -hmm. which like you and i have been part of this conversation yeah but really that like zeleni initiated and has continued yeah and who you know wherever else it comes from and that i think in the course of the last two years especially has changed the cultural context of sonic the hedgehog (laughs) yeah no absolutely and and, and maybe not for everybody Mm -hmm. but there is a growing number this is this weird like i don't want to make it sound like too big a deal but there are more people that i'm aware of and maybe that's because i'm paying attention but i think it's also a thing that's happening more (laughs) people going hey sonic is really good what why what what's happening here we've had enough of this Mm -hmm. we've had enough of this thing being good and not being treated exactly right and being able to articulate. I wonder if there's like a Sonic Mastodon or like, oh, I've, I've, been, <laughs> the so- I've just, I've just, just Mastodon.hedgehog. Yeah. Well, I've just been, I've just been thinking a lot about how, uh, I would like a, a more unified space to talk about these kinds of the things. The Sonic Studies University. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Please. What, where can we have Sonic.studies? Let's, let's just make that Mastodon. Sonic.studies. Uh, everybody's welcome. And if you like, want to contribute to this conversation or you want to be like a part of it or continue these kinds of conversations yeah uh, is in a self-serving way tell more people about this show too we're trying to talk about it yeah we want to hear from more people and this is by far the most important like this is not the most important thing anybody can be talking about but it is important because it's important to us and it's important as a shared cultural artifact and as an artistic experience that we all share Mm -hmm. and when these things are slightly disappointing that sucks but then it's still good like it's, (laughs) it's still worth spending time with and then when it's great, which it is, when anything is great, that's great. Yes. And like, and I don't know. I don't if know. It's, I don't know if it's because I, in general, am feeling very like I can't give up on anything right now because right. because so many things are bad that I yeah. like I just have to keep getting I have to keep fighting, keep them going. That it's like there's a part of me that's just like I'm gonna fight until Sonic is saved. <laughs> We're gonna save Sonic. <laughs> Saying it right here on yep. your show, 2017. We are here. November 21st. We're saving Sonic. <laughs> we have saved Sonic the Hedgehog. I'll, I'm going to get that hedgehog and save him. Oh, man. This has been our most self-indulgent episode ever. I think probably so, because we talked mostly about other <laughs> video games and then self-congratulated for, uh, you know, single-handed, <laughs> double, for quadruply handled, handedly fixing... <gasps> 
Sonic, which we haven't and we won't, but we're trying and we love it and we just want to talk and uh, get a little bit closer every day. So surprise, I guess we kind of accidentally did our Games of This Year episode. I guess that's what this was. We already had a year two show episode, but I guess this will be also the beginning of year two show. Uh, You know, it's like all the holidays. They last for months. That's true. Year two, the episode year two show was our Thanksgiving and this is our Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. There's two, (laughs) it's the holiday season and Mm -hmm. our season finales are luxurious. Uh, I guess it's spread out at them. I guess this gives this year some honorable mentions. Persona 5. Yeah. Nine in the Woods. Mm -hmm. Um, Ooh, what else did I play? I played Stardew Valley for the first time so that kind of counts. Oh man, I know there's gotta be some other good indie games that I played. I mean, I mostly played games from previous years. Mm -hmm. I played, uh, Okay. Zelda uh, Link Between Worlds, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Yes. I also played Stardew Valley. Uh, I don't know. What Pokemon else? Sun and Moon, even though that was 16. Oh, yeah. But I'm that like, took a long time. Yeah. Right mm-hmm. uh, they're all good. We hit on the really, really big ones. Nier Automata is my personal, most like in my heart favorite Yeah, uh, for a variety of reasons. Yeah. But, uh, it's a, just dropping that bomb in there. And, it's an amazing video game. Mm-hmm. And there are so many amazing video games that try, like, it's not our job, and it really isn't anybody's job to try to pick the best of anything. And no, most definitely pe- not. Most people are realizing that now, but, like, yeah. you know, even... I mean, there's a reason Goche was a one-hit wonder, you know? It's true. He, it's because nobody good. likes... Nobody needs a goatee. No, nobody needs a goatee. <laughs> um, Sorry for that bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> well, now that Caleb is just someone that I used to know... <laughs> um. <laughs> guess we're gonna wrap this thing up thank you for listening maybe next time there'll be a couple more jokes because we're gonna go back to cartoons wahoo get ready for sonic x i'm gonna i'm gonna consider this actually the end of season one okay this is the end of season one we've talked about it before uh, you know it's been now we're finally really past the year point yeah we're in the middle of november Mm -hmm. uh remember when we just talked about the thanksgiving parade for like 10 minutes and that was a podcast yeah if if (laughs) If during this episode you at any point were like, oh man, I just need to lighten my mood, just go back and listen to our Thanksgiving episode from and, last year. And do also let us know. Let us know if we ever go real real far off course. I'd like oh, to know. Oh, that's actually true. I would, I like... At this point, at our, at our year anniversary, thank you so much for being here. If you don't <laughs> like what we did, please tell us. Yeah, just tell us what you want the show to be more like if you want. Yeah, because think- we, you know, we're open... We're open to suggestions. We're just doing what we're just doing what we can do. Yes, yes, please. I really enjoy. I, thank you for talking to me, Caleb. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being here. Thank you for talking to me. That's the main reason we're doing this. Yep. Nobody, yep. El- nobody else matters. Just look no at me, Nicholas. Look at me. Look, look me in my eyes. Nothing else matters. Wait, what color are my eyes? <gasps> what color is my mustache? Oh no! Oh no! He's inside. Hey, you've been talking to me the whole time. No, no wonder I said so many mean things about the hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, Mario sabotaged our Sonic <laughs> podcast again. It's okay. me. I'm, I'm going to get Mario out of my house and out of this podcast, but for now, I'm Caleb Zane Hewitt. <laughs> and I'm Monique. And uh, you're and, uh, you're oh, with me too. And uh, you're uh, too. Sure. Pushing on through until the battle's 